Hello, good morning. Akashwani Terbatia. So, the past few days, I was on Brahman mode. What that means is, you kind of have a topic or something that kind of bothers you and you're chewing on it and chewing on it. Kind of meditating it. Meditating on it. Meditating it. You're kind of chewing it. You're meditating it. And then the essence of what comes out of it wisens you, um, at least, nourishes your body or your thought or gives you um, hopefully a better podcast. I think this podcast is coming from what I've been kind of chewing on. And one of the things that, I've, that has been bothering me is uh, about getting my wor- work across through to many people. And I've been thinking, what's the best way to do it? What's the best way to do it? And you think and you do something and you try. And like Moana, she wanted to go beyond the reef. The movie Moana, she wanted to go beyond the reef to the horizon, the, the blinding horizon that always calls on her, calls out to her. So she tries many things. The ocean puts her right back on the island where she, where she was born, you know, raised. And turns out that she has to get, she had to, the movements of life had to have her come to having the, the chain, which her grandma gives, and then had to find the, um, the, the heart, you know, the swirly um, green um, rock, Tefiti's heart, yeah, that had to go into the chain, it had to be put there. And then... Um, um, she had to be reintroduced to the ocean, such that the ocean is her friend. Yeah, and then um, so a lot of things had to come together, and then the she had to meet the ancestors. You know the story of the ancestors, and and then how they made the the boat in which she travels. So all of this had to come together. So until then, you try all your might. Nothing is happening. She's back on the island where she came, and then. Um, and then she had to also find the impetus for why she had to go <coughs> find the fiti, restore the heart. For that she had to see in some ways that the island was suffering. And then she had to find the courage to do beyond uh, what everybody has been talking about. And then she she's called by the horizon but couldn't go there because there are so many concerns on why she's staying here and doing what she's doing. Not enough uh, to that something is more important. Excuse me. Okay. I had to take a little break. I had a call and then I'm back. So what I was saying is, um, one, I had to see that something is more important than the nice life. Everything is all hunky-dory, beautiful. I mean, things are working. Why does she have to go beyond beyond the reef and go meet the horizon? And why was she being called by the horizon? It's not just a whim. She had to find a reason strong enough for why she had to go beyond her horizon. And um, that is more than, you know, it's a nice thing too. I'd like to do that too. A reason so strong that it is more important than anything else. That reason hadn't come. So several things had to be in place for... Um, Mona to go um, on that adventure to restore Tefiti's heart and um, 
all of those things so i was uh, so you could call it as uh, intelligent design and uh, this is a set of events which does not simply happen you can call it as cosmic mathematics you can try all your might but until the math is falling in place and when we say math this is cosmology too cosmic mathematics um and that is prevalent through everything right the right to the moment of the clock ticking to you know we all have time synced across the globe yeah we have we all have different time zones but it is all functioning in sync with each other there is adjustments made um according time zones but it's basically adjusted so that we are all functioning at one time kind yeah we have one idea of time that the whole world whole um globe functions by and what determines that time there is something that determines uh that time being uh, being accurate because several things it, uh, it also depends on it. for example if the time is one thing and the day and night is different you no know, that is that that also would say you know your the clock is odd because the days uh, the sunrise and sunset is saying something else and then the other clocks are saying something it it needs to be together <coughs> excuse me so there are many things that work together um which would also be called as cosmic mathematics we may not be seeing it as cosmic math cosmic mathematics but it is a precision the precise <coughs> excuse me gears several gears that work together like you have a watch or a clock and inside there are many gears so if the gears are working together then the clock is functioning um, accurately how precisely depends on how well tuned are all the gears so cosmic mathematics is like that so you, the, you might think it as you know who somebody thinks about it but then somebody also thinks about science somebody also thinks about mechanics somebody also thinks about cooking somebody also thinks about uh, you know taking care of children and if all of this is not in some way synced then uh, we're not really living in a society because everything is connected with everything else we are on earth where um the behavior of a microbe a virus has affected the whole globe to paying attention to a tiny little microbe so much so that we are wearing masks during using sanitization thing we had to what tiny virus put us all in home lockdowns so everything is connected i don't think there would have been a better way or a better time to actually say what i said because because if i said about this before the pandemic you would think okay she's blowing up you know um, making she's making a mountain out of a molehill now it is much more easier to say this so do the right thing mamas grandmothers everybody has been talking in many ways but then it's like you know it's like this moral good deed books we write it during school times we get a signature and after the school times it's like what morality you know morality is what you make of it like fashion you know those kind of things and then we have um things like the old age homes coming up yeah the all there and uh, so the existence of old age homes is not a moral concern okay this is something which is uh, the societally there and then we ask people to write the good deed books and moral uh, you know talk about moral stories and all of that 
So the society is behaving one way. That's, the kids are expected to learn another way. So it's kind of very interesting. In the sense that after we go out of school, our sense of do the right thing kind of goes a little awry. And then we have uh, a list of diseases and people having to stand with guns in the borders. Yes, we are finding different ways of maintaining peace and not having to fight. You know, while we tell our kids do not fight, you know, speak, uh, speak well, do not use bad words and all of that stuff. So it's kind of very interesting how we may be having a little difficult, a little difficulty, a little struggle with doing the right thing. Yeah. While we are doing many things to be able to maintain the health, the, uh, the sanity, the wellness. So life continues uh, while there are different struggles in doing the right thing and and also in doing what is what all is necessary so that um, life is maintained healthily and children are growing amongst us watching all of us and then they would see solutions which we are not able to so for them to be able to see solutions that we are not able to um, we need to also be doing stuff sufficiently well enough doing at least the right things the way we can at a point in time so that the kids are able to see the solutions to problems we are not able to address right now for whatsoever reason so at least they can see the solutions so for that at least we need to be doing the right things at least that much we can do so then the, the next generation finds solutions and then um, then they will say so much we could do there is still so much of work then maybe then then the next generation will be able to see you know what you saw this but you did you for whatsoever reason did not see this point and hence and then the solution becomes better and better now i was i started this uh, podcast with the idea of the movie finding nemo yeah now i think i'm nemo because you know what um nemo when you reverse it it is omen yeah so um we kind of kind of sometimes keep watching for the right sign you know um the right sign to do something and those kind of things and i have been uh, doing the right things my my enterprise came about my enterprise maritime intelligence came about even the name also uh, came about i got registered because there was nothing else talking about what i'm talking about without this name to at least identify what i'm talking about like we every person has a name yeah now from if, if we're going to call people a b c d once z i mean z is over z is over again we'll have to call somebody a so so instead we have combined all of these words and then made names out of it so it's not just it's not just a set of alphabets just put together it has to be some meaning so that's how also so we all have our own unique names associated with certain meanings and there are certain many thought lines epistemologies yeah for how a name is there and then what that name signifies and what all it does yeah what all is possible from this name being there among so many other codes like our name is also code um that way too if you see that way so i had to name what is that i'm doing by a a phrase a set of words that identifies what i'm saying like when we say science there are certain ideas that come to mind when we say language there are certain ideas that come to mind um 
so when we say body intelligence, there are certain ideas that come to mind. And what I was doing, what I was discovering, came into a certain set of ideas which did not have a name by which to identify it. And hence, I looked around through many fields of work, many ways of how life is being looked at and how what kind of work is being done and nothing fits it. I didn't find a name that describes it. And hence I named my work Meristem Intelligence. What I was finding, what I was discovering, what I was seeing so constantly, I called it as Meristem Intelligence. So, so from there, several other um, trademarks have come about. Names, basically. These names came about from standing by something that I'm seeing, which is not already there amongst our existing paradigms. And it is not being said the way I'm saying it. So I had to give it a distinct way by which to identify it because of what it is uniquely doing. Now, people may be able to immediately see what I'm doing or not. But I had to do something by which to give it a name so that when people are more ready to see it, are more able to see it, they have a name by which to associate, make sense of what they're seeing. Um, so there are many things that are there in our experiences, but either have not been given a name or are not being spoken about or, um, or they're not being interacted in those ways. And hence, life continues to be a certain way. For example, we have a list of diseases. We are having to have people stand with gu guns in the borders and uh, many other concerns, uh, which is... Uh, not so very nice. For example, India and Pakistan, when, when a cricket match is, match is going on, there is more than just a competition between two, con two countries over a cricket match that's happening. Um, so you can watch it one year, you know, once, twice. Then it becomes a concern, you know. Since years there have been this tussle between India and uh, Pakistan, how why Pakistan became Pakistan itself has a history. And now we are still dealing with India-Pakistan cricket match. So it's not... Uh, it used to be religious um, tensions and all of that. Now we are seeing it on cricket match. But the tension is still there. It's just different form. Yeah. So we are talking about more than just um, between countries. Yeah. So why do we have diseases? Um, why do we have uh, concerns with extremists? They are all in some way coming from our own domestic homes. Yeah, some so some wounds came about and then they could be healed or could not be healed or they're waiting for the next generation to heal them. Meanwhile, the concerns arising from the tension from the of the wound not having healed continues to show its manifestations through our behaviors, through our cultures, through our what we exchange between people, how we exchange domestic culturing of social concerns yeah so why we need police people and uh, why all of this tension is because of what is not um all nice and hunky-dory in our home grounds in our own domestic homes these little little dramas is basically because of wounds not healed one way or the other and instead of healing it we're kind of dancing on it yeah we have these very nice little um, interesting dramas. Eric Burns has called in his book, um, Games People Play, has listed a few of these dramas, which is going on in our domestic homes. We even have fun with them. 
Yeah, we tease others. We actually have fun at another's expense, maybe. Um, it it makes it's just fun, people. We are not. This is not serious. But then, how? What kind of damage it's doing to a person's personality, to a person's way of thinking, to how to survive life? What kind of choices they make? Those are not simple things. Yeah. So, um, Nirbhiji Yoga, the work that I'm doing, um, the method of yoga that I have, where you don't even have to move a muscle, um, is in many ways healing some of those wounds through the fabric of time and space, which is okay, which is our body. Our body also has the um, manifestation of what is seen and not seen, you know, like light and dark, yin yang, you say, but then it's basically white black, what you can see and what you can't see. And um, so within our body as an the experiencing canvas from which we can, on which is formed impressions of the life as lived, when we pay attention, we can also see what is not there, the presence of which would make a difference and what is there, the absence of which would make a difference. Yeah. So uh, it's like a painting. When you see painting and it's there in different colors, there are some things that you would like more of and there are some things that you would like a little less of because it's kind of marring the how the painting is showing up or what it, what the painting does to your experience of living, to your experience of seeing it. Now, um, so when we kind of pay attention to what is a painting, what is the experience of living we are having, we can also do something about it. If you're not a PG yoga, you can actually heal the wounds in your own experience of living. And that's one wound less that is reacted by or triggered or uh, giving rise to a violent behavior which hurts another person, which means you're having a wound and you're also having another person have the wound, which means now it will be two people who are having the wound. And that person goes and does something because of their inability to have healed the wound. So that's going to be three people. So it's like a perpetration of a wound when we can actually heal it. And once within our own experience of living, one wound is less, that is one wound less, which is going to be caused for another to another, which means that's one wound less perpetrated through our society, which means the fabric of life becomes healthier because there is not an ongoing presence of a certain wound of a certain unhealthy experience of life which means you would be continuously healing time and space which means children have better air water fire air, spirit space in which to live from which to come to the full bloom of the solutions to the problems that we are facing with but they can solve we can too actually but we should be able to see it but they can see it they are all fresh yeah when you do nirbhiji yoga new babies are forming within you itself so that you the babies within you are able to see solutions to problems which you did not know you was dealing with earlier so you are also constantly babyfying and seeing new and you're also facilitating for kids who are growing around us who are also babies new so they also can uh, see fresh and you know and do solution things so nirbhi yoga helps to to form new babies <laughs> you 
see fresh life is all fine doesn't mean you know, you're it doesn't mean you're producing babies it just means that you're um the the inner child within you is maintaining the happyitude so that you're seeing things you're seeing life joyfully you're having fresh ideas you're it's not just what yeah fresh ideas too but it's it's ideas which actually beautifies life and not just uh um it's like a flower yeah the garden and then um you you have the spunk maintained and um it's nice it's nice to be around kids yeah uh they bring a joy which is not um which is from an innocence while we are dealing with different kinds of guilt from wounds not healed or we have been at some way the cause of the wound and we don't know don't want other people to know so there could be different forms of guilt and that um is not very nice to be around guilty people yeah so when we are having too much of guilt sleeping in the night may become a little difficult we may have digestion issues metabolism goes alright yeah or uh, or uh, our our relationships suffer because of you know you did this to me or i did this to you so either either our hearts are closed or we are not able to interact as freely like kids would um so guilt has these not so very nice for example the india pakistan uh, cricket match has that tension you may think it is all nice but then when you see it as a cricket match it may be fine but when you're talking in terms of say wars you know people standing with guns and then that is not nice but then do you see a cricket match have a certain certain tensions which is something along the lines for war but it's just not with guns it's just with words and you know attitudes and what gets hurled across and why you actually people even bet on who's going to win i mean you could you can spend that money for so many things you can so many things but why would you take pleasure it's a kind of a guilty pleasure but it's 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 a ah sick well so these are all the different kinds of manifestations of guilt yeah not so very nice um and then there is the innocence like kids yeah how why it's nice to be around kids is because there is this joy and this innocence versus being around people with guilt you really want to kind of after some time you really want to move away from there and do something else so with nirbhaya yoga you have more of innocence because the guilt is getting healed the wounds are getting healed and how you interact for example i'm making this podcast now if there's something something valuable you find in this that is because i do nirbhaya yoga and uh, i keep healing the wounds within my own fabric of time and space within my own experience of living and then once wounds are less i can talk about living life from going beyond the wounds i can speak from beyond the wounds so i'm speaking i'm this is also mystic intelligence is also a message from yonder the yonder being the other side of darkness here we may have we may be dealing in many ways with um different effects of violence i think the pandemic is violence and since we don't know the different levels of violence that is there and how they affect our domestic lives we don't know other than that so we i've heard about therapists i've talking i've heard about many kinds of facilitators of life even uh, hatha yoga um, you know these are all different ways by which we learn to manage life and i'm talking about nirbhaya yoga i'm talking about meditation intelligence and i'm talking about meditation intelligence as being sanatana dharma the 
the timeless tradition of maintaining life, becoming healthy, being healthy and evolving to be better, wholesomer. And that may not be being seen like that. Sanatana Dharma may not be being seen like that because we have different effects of violence within our own experience of living, within our systems of, of how we live life, how to live life. And because these wounds are there, these guilts are there, we are not able to see what Sanatana Dharma actually is. What is our textbooks actually talking about? Because our clouds, our senses are flummoxed by the different impressions, the, the different effects of violence. And hence, we are not able to see innocently. We are not, we are not able to see, read this, these texts uh, for the innocence they contain. And instead, we see different effects of guilt. Or we, we see violent and we literally take it instead of processing it, understanding it, and then then applying what is there. So we we may be going to schools, we may be educating ourselves, but in some way we are living in the same system which has the different effects of violence. And hence, though we have education, we're not able to apply our education appropriately because we are kind of like wallowing in the muck. Yeah? In the uh, dirt, kind of the, the precipitates of different kinds of violence through time and space, which has not been able to heal or couldn't be healed either to before, because you guys didn't know, because yeah, you guys didn't know Nirbija Yoga. And if we know Nirbija Yoga, it becomes easier to heal the wounds. It becomes easier to clean earth, water, fire, air, spirit, space, so that freshness, Beauty is all non-violence, harmony. These are all part of how life is experienced. Yeah. So uh, once you're able to see, once you're able to kind of clean, it, yeah, earth, water, fire, spirit, space, which is also what makes up a body, we're able to see fresh. Maybe you would talk like how I'm talking. I'm talking about things which most people haven't heard about or in some way I've heard, but not quite the way I'm saying it. Yeah, could be all of, all of that. Yeah, which is why this is the new. Yeah, I'm uh, probably representing Manvantara in the sense a new phase and how human um, beings are, human lives are lived, uh, and what it means to be human, and uh, what it means to be humane. What does humane societies look like? Uh, what does humane coexistence look like? I'm I'm harbinging the new. Yeah. So I am message from yonder, the yonder being the beyond the darkness, you know, or, or rather the other side of darkness. And that does not necessarily mean light. It just means the other side of uh, difficulty, what people may be calling as liberation or, you know, they're talking as mukti and all of this may be coming from not having being able to see other than what they are currently seeing. Yeah, seeing beyond what currently is. And hence, we, people may, may be talking in terms of mukti, liberation, and, and all those things. Uh, some people even talk in terms of death, like, like that would be a, a, a liberation from the current difficulties of life. But it is not. It is basically from not knowing Nirbija Yoga, that you're, you're continuing to have the difficult difficulties of what was called as a Sukha and Dukkha. Yeah, we're continuing to have the same sukha and dukkha, such that a new is not being able to be experienced. Yeah, and hence things may be so difficult that you want to go away or go for vacations or all of these things because 
living in the present moment like you here in in the same house for years and years living the same life for years for lifetime after lifetime may may not be being so yeah and so nice because of what is being experienced right now right now like like you're kind of not seeing opportunity the beauty the <coughs> tremendous opportunity that is there from just being alive and having a human body at least i can talk about human bodies plants can talk for themselves if you can listen to plants they have some wonderful stories to say you've seen the chronicles of narnia plants talk yeah trees talk but um that's not hallucinations that's not wishful thinking when you have the clarity of being able to pay attention to life you kind of um, having a little bit of well you would call it as non verbal communication but you actually listen to life you hear life talking so we have languages plants also have language they also talk animals also they have objects also they have a language they also talk when you when you're able to listen they are uh, they have beautiful languages they are they are all on earth they are all atoms and molecules and all of that yeah so they would tell you how they would like to be treated now if you're going to handle your phone your mobile phones anyhow they're not going to like it they would not want to be with you for long yeah which is why you sometimes just just lose it or break it or any of those things happening because of how you're treating it and hence it's about it's like any relationship with your with your own family members if you treat them well they would want to be around you and if you're not then they're looking for the next opportunity they're looking for the next exit yeah so i hope this gives you pause for thought so the finding nemo bit is uh, um nemo when they were all kind of caught in a little difficult situation nemo said um they were caught in a net yeah which was uh, which the ship was trying to pull all the fish up and nemo got caught in it so nemo is saying you know that way is where the net is being drawn up so if we all of us can get together and go the other direction they cannot pull us up which means we would not be in more trouble we would actually be free yeah so what i'm actually saying is the pandemic is there a violence there are certain things we can do so that we are having less of the manifestations of violence which are basically wounds that haven't been able to heal for whatever reason and i'm saying there is something we can do so that we are not having to continue to have the effects of violence and instead have more non violence and that is going to save us all like finding nemo yeah the all the fish getting caught in the caught in the net and then getting in more trouble the opposite of that we would be free of troubles a lot of troubles and we would come to you know healthy wealthy wise in the true sense of the meaning of it we would actually have a normal life normal ordinary life in the true sense of the word so yeah i'm doing the finding nemo thing yeah i'm nemo yeah i'm more like omen <laughs> yeah this is more like omen too so there are things that i'm saying here i'm saying pay heed yeah the news here and non-violence is the way to go being humane and having humane societies is the way to go that saves a lot a lot of investment which is actually happening right now into such great beautiful things you know it's it's the movie wally wally was this robot 
who was uh, cleaning up all the debris on earth while people were living in bubbles in outer space yeah so i'm like wally too so i'm like cleaning up earth earth water fire air spirit space such that life shows up and i have found life so 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 oh believe it or not kind which actually mythology is talking about in ways that well yeah i call it as ardhana rishwar thing but it's also life i found my partner life i found my life okay now you would also find yours within your own body where's your life partner and ah uh, it's a believe it or not thing once you're once you're able to connect with life like that sanatana dharma advaita all takes a 360 degree turn at least yeah yeah so and how you see life what you experience life completely new people completely new paradigms of living yeah um from what is possible from this so thank you for listening i hope this gives you pause long enough to uh think about it but long enough to contact me yeah because in contact me in contacting me discussing with me working with me through the programs that is in uh, offer through uh, my enterprise maritime intelligence that's where the benefits are that's when you actually experience what i'm actually saying and you would be part of you know nemo going in the other, other direction so that we are free we are not getting into, into more trouble we are going the other direction that would get us all out of trouble okay that's how you would be able to part of be part of that movement so that we are all getting free each other up free each other up from the troubles we are in right now okay contact me this is the care enough movement i'm inviting you to join the care enough movement care enough to have life be sustainable working non violent working for you for people around us for generations to come care enough i invite you to care enough to contact me to get started on how to do that yeah thank you so much for listening love